Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. My name is Andrew Lewinsky, and this week I am joined with Brett Freeman. Hey everyone. Jonathan Lee. Hello. And Zach Katie. Present. Alright guys, so we have a little bit, we did not record last week, but we have to catch up on doing the HMP gunship and the TIE Brute, so we have that coming your way. Um, we're not going to really talk about the Galaxies tournament that happened this past weekend because we're not going to feed into any of that hype between the Nantexes and Nantaseas and all the flying off the board hype, so uh, I think we're just in a really weird state of X-Wing at the moment. Uh, I think possibly things will work themselves out um but i i don't really have much of an opinion and i don't think that like i i think all of this is kind of just nonsense at the moment uh once we do get that back is burning worst yeah. timeline it's it, it's it's a lot of chicken little i i think definitely um you know the, the fact with the flying off the board and everything um yeah stuff happens you know judges made their calls so uh, i think we could get into it but i think it's best that we didn't we're, we're just gonna breeze through this and then maybe um down the road hopefully we have some more content coming i know some brett you went to a uh actual tournament this past weekend did it was really fun to put ships on the board and uh you know spend the whole day playing x-wing although god i gotta say my back is killing me after not having done that for six months um, after carrying a tournament for so long, oh, it was uh, it was brutal. And I mean, there's one thing that like we did get out of this tournament that you went to, right? Like you're still a bully. I'm yeah. still a bully. I flew Han and Luke, and it was a very fun time. Especially uh-huh, when, because it was very one sided. Uh, it was it was also a little one sided. Yes. Uh huh. I gave I gave up points on Luke one time, half points. The worst. Fly better. I mean, Brett's bringing like Han Luke to a little kick tournament. I mean, I guess that's okay to bring Han Luke to a kid tournament. I figured, you know what? Give me your lunch money. (laughs) You could bring than Han Luke, right? If someone is in the store, they're like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's X Wing. That's Han. That's Luke. And they're like, I know those guys. Yeah, but they never really dog fought together. There was like one moment where they were kind of flying in proximity to each other. Where Han took a cheap shot at somebody in a trench. And that was about it. Cheap shot. (laughs) More importantly, (laughs) Brett's a bully. Brett's a bully. Brett's a bully. And, you know, we have a history of punishing bullies on the show, so... Brett... Stop bullying. Prepare for punishment. All right, so anyway, we had the HMP gunship article previewed. Uh, I believe that comes out this Friday. So if you are a Separatist player, once you get your full fill of the Nantexes, then you're going to have this sweet little ship coming out. Um, Hopefully we get points this week coming up. Maybe they will uh, increase points to another ship that is coming while they drop these points. But uh, I think... This is going to be an interesting addition to the faction. Uh, it introduces the side slip maneuver on the uh, ships that kind of changes the way things move completely. Uh, I mean, overall, it's kind of just like a echo decloak. But I think at the same time, it's doing that in not the system phase changes the game up a lot. Um, so why don't we just jump right into it? So we're going to go over the pilots first. Uh, nothing too exciting here. I don't really see uh, too much like game breaking pilots here. So we got like, you know, you're just back to a drone, which is the normal generic I-1. Uh, then we have another I-1 at DGS-047. After you perform an attack, if the defender is in your front arc, you may acquire a lock on it. Then, if the defender is in your bullseye, it gains one strain token. So, um, it's a nice little addition, I guess. Like, if you have the points left over, you maybe bring this into your list. I mean, um, did we have we talked about the ability, the chassis ability? No, we did not. So maybe we should hit that first. So it's uh, you cannot spend your locks to re-roll dice while you perform an attack. If uh, you may re-roll a number of attack dice up to the number of friendly locks on the defender. 
So, uh, so again, uh, it's gonna the only for DGS zero four seven. If you're if you were flying with a group of I one HMPs and he shot first, he could acquire a lock on that defender, and then all the subsequent drones that fire would be able to use that lock to get a reroll using that network dame ability. But it's a niche niche uh, situation. Well, sure. it, it also could work though in the exact opposite though, where if he's like your only I one. Um, you could get a lock for the next turn, and then everyone has a built-in fire control system and can get calculates to, to just try and hit a little uh, more accurately. So it, it, it does seem pretty useful. The one thing I think we do want to point out, though, is since they have 180-degree front arcs, this is only the, the main 90-degree arc that uh, you would get the free target lock in, not the whole 180-degree arc. Sure. All right. So one of the things, though, I'm a little bit worried about this is it has the 180 degree arc, and I'm a little worried that they're going to be priced a little high. Like, so the Wookies are priced pretty decently high, I would say. I mean, granted, I know they're popping up a little bit more, and they have the three dice primary, but I'm concerned that they these things might be priced high. Based off of that 180 degree arc, uh, so like a base Wookiee is 42 points. If this is in like the high 30s, um, even just for something like this, it, I don't know how many of these you're going to be bringing um, that all have because this is the only thing that has network aim, right? Right. Yeah, this is the only thing with network aim. Right. So I mean, that's a concern of mine. Just to be like, okay, well. Uh, um, those two dice 180 arcs, I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Maybe if we get some ordinance on these things, it could change it a little bit, but it's definitely, I think, I know all of our conversations revolve around, well, if it's points this way or that way, but uh, it does concern me a little bit. Yeah, just especially because the other ships in the faction are are really cheap, right? I right. Mean, if this is, you know, almost two vultures, is that really going to be you know, worth it when, uh, you know, not having that network calculate is going to make the survivability, uh, you know, much uh, harder, I guess. Right. I'm not super in on this ship. I'm, I think it's really cool. Like, I, I think there's going to be something that people are going to discover with this and just be like, uh, you slept on this F F F yeah FFG. Like I, I think they, it's something that could potentially just be really scary. Um, it's gonna have a lot of time on target with that side slip. Yeah, there's definitely no doubt about that. Yeah, th- I think it's, I think it's gonna be especially interesting once the interceptor droid comes out. Like I think a mixed flight of interceptors in this sounds intriguing. But yeah, I the agree, like, fighter, I, I, I could not be more in on one of those. Like, that sounds super cool. Like, I think it, episode, I guess. Yeah. It's just, yeah. The current lineup, I'm not really sure. I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm not sold on where this fits in nicely with everything else. I guess it depends on its price relative to the Hyena Bomber. I guess it could be used as a, um, like, to carry plasma torpedoes, discord missiles, or um, the uh, probe droids. Or if one of these has a tactical relay slot to carry a a tactical relay. Sure. And we know that at least one of them should, because there is a a new tactical relay in the pack. Right, that's one of the things about these, like... The any of the separatist things is that like one pilot could have a ta- tactical relay and one could not. Like they could just have completely different upgrades as opposed to, well, most different factions, uh, all their pilots have the same um, upgrades. Maybe like with like the exception of one or two, but yeah, definitely. Like I mean, like something like this, the G- DGS maybe has one or like. Um, one of these other named ones. But I mean, so these other named ones that we'll go into, uh, both of them are two-pipped. We'll start with the Geonosian prototype. While you perform a missile or cannon attack, you may remove one tractor from the defender to reroll up to two attack dice. Oh my god, it's the bug killer. I know this meme has been popping up, but I mean, it's going to require you tractors to be out there. I don't... Um, I think this was probably designed with the Nantex in mind to have a decent little, like, 
fillership with it, but I think at the same time, uh, tractors are so rare that it's not really going to matter. Like I think, um, like I said, uh, with the Nantex being everywhere right now, I don't think that they're going to be around much, much longer where this thing is going to be. Are you going to be dishing out tractor beams somehow? Uh, I don't know if that's going to be worth your while. Um, yeah, this seems kind of like it's built to have an ensnare friend, and ensnare is priced so high right now that, I mean, no one is, is bringing right. it. And yeah, I guess maybe it has like some utility against a Nantex swarm, but it's just re-rolling your attack dice, which you already may have with network aim without having to, to get rid of their uh, you know tractor token. Right. Well, and just teching against one list with one chip, like uh, how? I just don't believe when you're. Yeah, right. You're only talking about a two die primary, and you're giving them an extra agility die. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to. Exactly. Well, you have to uh, use a missile or a cannon for the ability. But I, I think like the math comes out to like be that that subtraction of the green die like might be better than removing it i mean granted if you have like the mods but i I don't know i guess if you roll two blanks if you're re-rolling two blanks it's probably worth doing but under many circumstances right um yeah i I don't i don't see anyone actually running this ship um so let's run into the what is this onderon is that how you say that oppressor uh after you Barrel roll or side slip if you are stressed, gain one calculate token. This is probably the one that's going to see the most play, like the named one, if people aren't taking it. I mean, we've learned that getting mods after doing any kind of red maneuvers is worth it, right? And not just that, you also just don't have to clear your, your stress now because you don't have to have gotten stressed that turn, you just have to be stressed. Right. Right. So you can just be doing one. You know, one uh, side slips the whole game while you're stressed and getting a calculate every turn. You can only uh, side slip every other turn. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do it as often as you can. <laughs> Moral of the story, you can just do white maneuvers the whole game. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think this, like I said, I, I think this is going to be the one that uh, does see the most play because I mean even if like just that barrel being able to barrel and get the calculate token I think is definitely worth it uh, in a lot of you know cases if you just got to get out of the way even though it's a red barrel or barrel you know getting that free calculate token is always uh, worth it. We've seen how strong it is on the vultures. Yep, and these guys also have blue two turns, so uh, you know it should have very similar value here. You know, all these, um, the HMP and the LAT, actually, I like a lot of the art, card art from them, because they are like scenes right out of the Clone Wars uh, cartoon, like uh, an Onderon oppressor killed Saw Gerrera's sister in one of the episodes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Thanks. What is this one on DGS-047? Are they like, what is flying around them? Are they like Mandos or something? Or like I, droids? I no, I have no idea. Uh but like for the HMP, there's that scene where, um, you know, where Plo Koon is like out in space, standing in front of a shuttle, defending the clones inside against uh, against like separatists, like probes trying to kill them, and then like they're like scenes right out of like Clone Wars episodes, basically. Sure. Um, okay, so why don't we jump into Kalani, the new. Uh tactical relay for this ship so after an enemy ship executes a maneuver if it is in the bullseye arc of a friendly ship at range zero to three you may spend one charge at, uh that friendly ship acquires a lock on that enemy ship then gains one stress token it has three charges that refills three charges each turn and comes with the calculate action bar i mean i think this is okay i i think you know like, what ship's really gonna like this? Who's that? The Nantex that can't take a target lock normally. <laughs> My Nantex. But there's a. Do they need to have a? I guess they don't need to have the calculate. 
yeah, this is just they acquire a lock if you spend the the charge and you know the bullseye is satisfied. So this card uh, I think is going to be in a lot of lists. Yeah, is this one of like the first cards that like doesn't revolve around a calculate having like the calculate action? <coughs> you mean as far as like the tactical relays go? Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of, of the restrictions always have to have, um, like, a... They either have to have a calculate, right. or have to, like, spend a calculate, or, or something along those lines, where here, yeah, this one has no calculate tie-in whatsoever. I mean, I, okay, so I guess it's not all of them, but... Well, they, they don't all have to have the calculate on the bar, right, but... All of the other ones do have some type of calculate um, mechanic, right? Like, I mean, Kraken, you get to keep the, the calculate token. That's the only one sure. like, that's not spending the token, really, um, or giving out calculates on the action bar. Yeah, it, it's a very different one that could be really powerful on a lot of ships in this faction. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good. I There's no doubt about it. How, how do you guys think it compares to having uh, bringing probe droids? Well, like uh, I think what Brett was kind of saying was that like something like the Nantex that does not have a target lock action. Uh, I, I think that's where this was going to uh, because it's acquire a lock as opposed mm-hmm. to doing a red. Um, maybe. So is the Nantex the only ship in the Separatist faction without the target lock? I believe so. It might be the only ship in the Separatist faction without a target lock. Right. Yeah, right now it's the only one in there um, that doesn't have it. I mean, and we all know probe droids are very, very good. Um, I mean, maybe you bring both <laughs> if it's if you can. I mean, you know, you get into those situations with probe droids or with Colonel Jendon where you lock one enemy and then they fly that enemy away, and then you end up switching your locks. So I guess Kalani, the locks right. you acquire, you're going to use them. Right, exactly. Like, I think the probe droids are very, you know, area-dependent, so this kind of gets around that to an extent. I guess I could see in a previous meta, imagine a group of hyena bombers with, like, plasma torpedoes, and then Kalani in your list, and then Boba Fett would be very wary, like, flying anywhere close. Sure. You know, if you have, like, multiple torpedo carriers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> think this, this is going to see a lot of play. Um, all right, so next we'll, let's go into the Ordinance Multi-Missile Pods. Uh, so it is a 180-degree arc, two dice uh, range 1 to 2 and 5 charges. So on the attack, the restriction is either a Calculate or a Target Lock. So spend one charge if the defender is in your front arc. You may spend one charge to re-roll one additional die. If the defender is in your bullseye, you may spend one or up to two charges to roll that many additional attack dice instead. So you're potentially rolling up to four attack dice with this at range one to two if you're in the bullseye arc. Um, okay, so like we see the value of this obviously with the droids or like the the HMP gunship or the hyena bombers or anything like that. Um, it's there, there's no doubt about it like this thing is going to be t- uh, brought i'm not sure if um it's probably probably brought with seer or something else that you know allows you to do all the fun stuff but what do you guys think about this on something in like a different faction? like are you thinking about maybe with bombers with this i mean because you do need the the target lock action now or do you think this is just strictly maybe like a droid upgrade Great. I think with the target lock requirement, uh, in any other faction with bombers, aggressors, K-wings, I would go with uh, barrage rockets instead. What about something like Redline? Do you think you would still take... Torps. What's that? I would stick with the proton torps there. Do you think... Why not both? That's very expensive. (laughs) It is very expensive. Something as an aside, I always thought I have always thought that it would be nice if you could, as you added munitions to a ship, maybe they could have a way of like discounting subsequent munitions. So right now, like if you put like four torpedoes and missiles on a ship, that's just ridiculous. 
but maybe you could price it differently where it's not so crazy. That makes Without sense. Without it being overpowered, you know what I mean? So, like, you bring the Punisher, and then you're like, I'm going to bring two different torpedoes, two different missiles, but they discount it a bit. So yeah. it's almost like it's the initial one that's, like, a tax that you're bringing munitions. Yeah, like, each subsequent one costs a couple points cheaper than it normally would. Right. You know, because you're still never going to fire them all, and it's, but it just, like, then you could actually use those double torpedo, double missile slots. Right. And it would be new player friendly. Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I first started playing... I think the second tournament I went to, I brought a Miranda that had like two different bombs, pro or like a torpedo, a missile. I mean, it was like thirty points of ordnance in first edition. It was just a horrible decision because I was like, I got all these slots. I guess I have to fill them. <laughs> right. My first uh, tournament, I brought like an overloaded Dengar that I was just like, okay, but it was like a way. It was like maybe like a sixty point Dengar that should not have existed. Um, so like. You know, even on the HMP, I'm not totally sold on this. I mean, it's only... So it gives you, what, three dice in your primary arc, Mm -hmm. but only out to range two. Yep, only out to range two. It doesn't take away any range bonuses, which is one of the best parts of of munitions. I mean, it takes away your own range bonus, potentially, at range one. But And at range one, you're firing three dice anyways. If you're looking for a three dice shot at the front, you could go even, I don't know, what is it, energy shell charges or something like that if you really wanted. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's only useful in your front arc, or I guess your bullseye. Your front arc and your bullseye. Yeah. I mean, it, it honestly might, maybe, like, can hyenas take this? Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe just to, to get that 180 degree arc has some value if it's cheap enough. Uh, actually, no, it looks like they only have one. Oh, you know, they're the ones that have all the... They have, they're the ones that have all the different yeah, things. The backward prototype can can take uh, two missile slots. So yeah, like maybe it, it has value there to, to open up the arc a little more, but I mean, it would have to be really cheap, I think, just for for that being the main benefit. I, I think Jonathan's right that it probably doesn't have enough upside with just the two dice. That's fair. Um Okay, so why don't we move on to the next and final thing. I'm kind of excited for this one. So we have concussion bombs that during the system phase, if any of this card's charges are inactive, you must spend one charge to drop one concussion bomb if able. Otherwise, you may spend one charge to drop one concussion bomb. So basically, as soon as you drop the first one, you have to drop... Uh, the rest of them each subsequent turn. So you just keep dropping them until you're out. And then it says, and at the end of the activation phase, this device detonates. When this device detonates, each ship and remote at range 0 to 1 is dealt one face down damage card. Then each ship at range 0 to 1, one must expose one damage card unless it gains one strain token. So, I mean, I, I think this is huge because, like, it's going to be like creating a ton of no-go zones like there's been even the game that me and you just played brett like there was some turns that was just like you're going to be following me like granted like we were playing you know jedi and uh fang fighters but it was kind of like if i had something like boba fett or anything that can carry a bomb like being able to drop this and being like okay if you're gonna follow me like you have to deal with these things for the next three turns and it might force a disengage um, so that's like my first point that I, I think I like about these things. Uh, I think the second point that I like the best about this is it's you're dealing one face down damage card. So is that just going right under your shields? Like that's you're not oh, yeah. even worried about that. So I, I, is this one of the first cards that does that in this edition? I think the only other Kylo. one. That I, is okay, Kylo. so Kylo, sure, yeah, yeah. 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 Or just say, um, isn't there a Tie Fighter that does it? Oh yeah, uh, same thing. Okay. So, but this really kind of opens it up to because this is is isn't faction restricted, so you can throw this on any faction. And uh, like I said, I'm I think this is going to see a lot of decent play. Um, Like I said, it's going to create no go zones. It might make your opponent disengage when they want to be chasing you. Um, and like I said, the fact that it goes under your shields and causes them to get that strain token, it's good. I think it could be pretty huge. 
Oh, man. And it has a, a lot of value on ships with reload, too. I was just about to say that, but I mean, like, I guess you have to, like, as soon as you reload it, you have to drop it that next turn. Like I said, I, I think the only thing about reload is that you're going to be telegraphing that you have to drop it this next turn. Because you're already going to have inactive charges. Yeah, I, I think that's the case. Um, even with that, I, I think what you said earlier, like, I'm stapling this to fire sprays. Yeah, I, I would too. Yeah, you know who's really going to love this one? Um, Iman. Iman, it is also a bomb, so can you launch this? I don't see why not. Uh, I believe you can. And everyone stops saying that, you know, oh, there's no... It, it's a range one at the back. You know that it's going to be. Stop yeah. it. It doesn't say it, but... If, I mean, I think if you could find... Uh, First Order is the only faction that doesn't have any bombers. Is that right? But it would be really great to combine this with um, some... Uh, what was it? Gideon? Gideon Hask in the side. Oh, G gosh. Yeah, By automatically damaging someone, like... Slipping it under shields yeah. and giving your your uh, support ships extra attack dice. Oh, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall this, uh, I mean, it might be like proton bomb range. It has to be more than proton bombs. You think? I mean, sure, yeah. It's, it's two, and it seems way better. It's one more charge than a proton bomb, and it goes under shields. I'm surprised they didn't make this like double bomb slot. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I guess the, like the downside is like you can't choose where you want to get your next charge off, right? Like once you start, like you're just you have to keep doing it, which also creates no go zones for yourself, which is something of a downside, right? Like because a lot of times when I'm flying like something with proton bombs, like I'll drop one early and then it might go like four or five rounds before I drop the second one. So. <clears throat> So, Zach, when you fly, do you find yourself often dropping bombs turn after turn, like, multiple turns in a row? Not usually. Which, yeah, it's like... Which is why I think, like, that's, like, the one downside to it. It's a very small downside, to be fair, for three charges and putting things under shields, but... Um, so, can we go back to the reload thing? Because I, I don't... I Did you guys say that you didn't... That you thought if you reloaded, you still have to drop next turn? Well, yeah, because you would have inactive charges, wouldn't you? But you, you would drop on in the system phase, re reload for your action, and then you'd be up to, to full charges, right? I thought you only flip one charge. Right, but you only spend one charge, don't you? So, so like the very one, first time you do yeah, it. Yeah, the very first time. Like, so uh, oh, gotcha. I, 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 didn't, I didn't get that. round number two, you can't, you can't stop it. Sure. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. I, I think that would work. Okay, I just... Sorry, I wanted to make sure we were on the same man uh, here's the thing man could you imagine this thing on k-wings i mean both of these things multi-missile pods i mean multi-missile pods i guess might not be that good you probably still take barrage rockets but between the two of these just slamming yeah. around and dropping i like this a lot on k-wings bring back miranda Please don't. <laughs> I mean, if you think we've always had the ability to drop bombs on subsequent turns, it's not like it's a brand new thing. You're you're right, but I mean, like you could do. I mean, K wings have a reload, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. What was that? K wings have the reload, so maybe yeah. you can try to figure that out. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the bigger thing with it is just putting something under shields. Yeah. That's the thing that like, outside right. of Kyla we have not seen this edition and is a big deal. And therefore I'm not really sure how you cost that. I mean, alright, so with delayed fuses even, uh, I, I think this could... Because delayed fuses is cheap enough that you could just... And, and delayed fuses is every bomb you drop, so it's kind of like... Yeah, you I can think, get a lot of value out of that. It's one point, right? It didn't go yeah. up at all? Yeah. So, I mean, that might, uh, unless you have some kind of crazy uh, mod that you want to throw in there, that's probably going to be an auto-include with this. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I'm excited to see where, where this does go. Uh, I think it's going to be very good. Um, and it's, 
might bring back bombing into it. Like, man, throwing these things on the on the the whatever bombers, the resistance bombers might even be throwing this on Finch. He's if you just charge him in there, he's going to be hitting something with this. Throw a uh, plating on himself. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to bring back bombs. I think plenty of things have tried that. I don't think bombs will ever actually be a thing. But for certain players, I think it'll be a big deal. Sure. I, I think there's still a general distaste to bombs that I don't fully understand. But I'm trying to think. Is um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's going to be some combos out there. Like uh, Even with like Thane. If, if you can get something off that he can start flipping cards onto shields. That's definitely the biggest thing, I think, for this. All right, anyway, we've been rambling enough about concussion bombs. Um, anything else you want to talk about the gunship before we move on to the tie brute? It's got a silly face. The <laughs> gunship? Yeah. I mean, sure, I like it. Got a face with chubby cheeks. It's got chubby cheeks. The HMP baby face. That's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. All right, so why don't we move on to the Thai brute? It's kind of um, does not have a chubby face. Does not have a chubby face. It's got it's Dislike. it's thick. It's got two C's with that uh that cannon. Um, so <laughs> it's, it's I I'm thoroughly you know I know people have been calling for this since Solo came out, uh, but you know it's I think it's also a good thing that FFG has taken its time with releasing a ship that they could really kind of hash out as opposed to just being like let's push this thing out as immediately as we can because there's a movie coming out so i mean hopefully it's very well designed hopefully they have gotten everything you know hashed out that they needed to and we we finally got it and it's also cool that the empire is getting a new ship um where it's kind of been stale like we haven't really seen a new ship since the launch of second edition, right? I don't think there's been anything. Yeah, yeah. has Rebels gotten they, a new they, ship? No, Rebels' last ship was the Sheathapede, right? The first edition, and I think the Empire's last ship was the Gunboat. Yeah, the SL Gunboat, I gunboat, think. Right. So it, it's definitely cool that we're getting a new ship here, um, and, and then we can hopefully Rebels will get a new ship because uh, the scum got the mining kill die in the beginning of second edition so but anyway so the ship ability is rotating cannons it's basically like the tie sf you can rotate your arc indicator to your front or back and you must treat the front arc requirement of your equipped cannons upgrades as your arc indicator so it's got the front and back arc for as your primary very similar to the tie sf um and you instead of the missiles you can you then use your cannons to fire at the front of the back with that so uh I, so far i mean like i'm i know they're releasing that new cannon the double laser cannon whatever it is uh that takes up both uh cannon slots we know that that is in this pack so we're assuming it's got two cannon slots um you can't take this with hlc uh i i'm almost curious if they've like had all this hashed out when doing the hlc upgrade that they were like all right we're gonna make sure that people can't use this in ridiculous ways but i mean so you, you can bring an hlc you just can't shoot it out your back it well, just stays the normal HLC. Yeah, if anything, it makes HLC. I think maybe a little more valuable on this because okay, yeah, you can have still some threat out of the front when your arc is pointed to the back for your your other cannons. True. So I mean, what other cannon would you bring in this? If you are bringing HLC, you're bringing what? Like jamming iron? beams, duh. Jamming beams. Um. Yeah, I probably want the synced one, I'll be honest, right? Like it, it has... Oh, I guess Autoblasters. I completely forgot about Autoblaster. Yeah, Autoblasters is probably the right call. If you're not bringing the linked... Autoblasters HLC seems okay, but... Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm, I'm curious to see... Like, so... The, I'm curious to see if, like, a control bot comes up like this was... If you bring ion cannons and just spam ion cannons. Yeah, I guess it depends on how cheap it is. But Yeah. 
Control spam could be back. I, I, I I'm way back. Definitely something I would like. Definitely look into, just because I'm a dirty player and true. That's what I would do. You are indeed dirty. All right. So anyway, uh, it's two dice primary with the rotating arc, the one agility, eight hull. Uh, actions are focus, reinforce, target lock, red barrel roll, and a rotate into a calculate. So that guy, right there off the bat goes with the new cannon. Um, but let's jump into the first pilot, which is Lytton, Lytton, Dree. Why you, Dree, while a friendly ship at range zero two performs an attack, if you are in the defender's side arc, the attacker may reroll one attack dice. Uh, I like this a lot. I mean, I think it might be interesting to see you having to like try to coordinate yourself into getting into the uh, defender side arc so it might make the attacker kind of um or i'm sorry the defender trying to maybe possibly try to plan like i need to kill this guy first so i need to ignore everything so i'm not in that side arc yeah i mean i think it seems really fun with like certain imperial aces like a certain baron and like bringing in a pincer maneuver and basically forcing them into which one do you choose mm-hmm. to allow into my side arc. Like, cool, because if you're firing at Light and Dree instead of Soontier, I'm pretty happy with that decision. Right, like, I mean, with this, I'm I'm possibly even throwing, like, a shield upgrade or another hull upgrade on there and just reinforcing, being like, I'm here just to give everyone the uh you know the bonus rerolls and if you're attacking him it's almost like a wedge effect like yep. or not wedge effect bigs effect that you kind of just want to you, you got to kill him otherwise it's going to be hard to uh out damage race those uh rerolls yeah no i totally agree yeah i, I think this is really great for imperial ace play which is something that Imperial's love, or even Imperial swarms. To be honest, like Imperial's love rerolls. They don't get enough of them. True, and it's pretty tanky if you're reinforcing. It is basically just as tanky as a fire spray is. I um, mean, those things can stick around for a while. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's well, not no, one agility. Well, no, I'm saying like I, I, on the calculator. Like, sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. It, it averages six point eight seven seven three dice shots with reinforce, and the fire spray is six point eight nine five. So it's okay. almost the same. Right, and, and I mean, you and it, your math. Right, <laughs> it it does definitely hurt with the whole the having no shields, but I think it's fine. Everything's fine. I mean, you'll every once in a while you'll get unlucky and get that uh, hole breach and burn real quick. But, I mean, it's fine. Um, okay, so one of the things, like, it's interesting that about this card, like, because within the past, like, three packs, we've all seen cards that basically give rerolls out. And I'm curious if this is going to be a common trend with FFG that, like, they're just going to try to give out rerolls to maybe, like, uh, as many ships as possible. Um, do you think it's like a little bit of a slight power creep in this direction? I mean, if my off the cuff thought is if they do it for everyone who's not Republic, then maybe that becomes the offset for Jedi. Maybe. And the lad existed. And then the lad existed. So, <laughs> but I, I do think you're right on the the Jedi point. Like the the defensive power creep had gotten very high, um, with the the Force and. Uh, you know, basically just token stacks for an entire faction. So this is just, I think, trying to put offense back on the same type of, uh, you know, mod level. Yeah, same type of flooding back. Sure. All right, so Rampage. After you f- execute a three to four speed maneuver, you may choose a ship in your uh, turret arc at range zero to one. If you do, that ship gains one strain token or two strain tokens if you are damaged. Um, how do you That's feel about this? It exists. It's not Dree. I, I like it for kiting ships. You know, you just throw the cannon out the back, and uh, you know, a ship that's going to be close or closely following you 
at range one is still gonna be in your arc at range after you do a three to four speed maneuver. So you uh, get to give it a strain token, or maybe two. I mean, I when mean, you say cutting ships, but uh, well, I guess I don't know. Uh, would you even be, be real close to you? Yeah, you maneuver and have it still be in range one. I think this is something that you kind of hope that you have like aces and you you know where they're going to be. Oh, yeah, and... you're told. I'm sorry, I read that completely wrong. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, yeah my yeah, thought process. Yeah, my thought process in this is that you know where they are, you don't mind bumping them, you know where your turret arc is, and you're just there to give them strains. And, um, you know, chances are you're going to be damaged at some point, so I think that's yeah, going to be the best I mean, I thing. Guess, is, you get, use it to hunt down Jedi, I guess. Yeah, if your ace ends a turn at, at like three or four distance from one of these guys, from Rampage, you cannot avoid it. If they, say you're I-5 or I-6, you can just like, and Rampage, he can ram, he can bump, you know, he doesn't have to fully execute. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're in front of him, you know, within a three turn, three bank, four forward, three bank... You know, he can just, like, ram right into you or get close to you and then give you double one strain or two strains. And if he gives you two, you clear one with a blue maneuver and you're still strained. I don't think any, you mentioned, I don't think Soontair fell or Whisper or Vader or anyone would like, or any of the Jedi would like that. Yeah. Would you throw, like, Baffle on him just to make sure you have that damage token? That might be interesting because you you see where the board is and you do baffle. I mean, so I guess you would need the red token to begin with. Um, but uh, it might be worth it to give something two strain tokens. If I think I would take that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that you could, you could easily rotate your arc and baffle yourself or do the link to the calculate and baffle yourself and then give the two strain tokens. I think that could be like huge if you throw that onto, you know, any ace. Um all right, any other comments on these pilots? If just somewhere out there in the community, somebody needs to put together a rampage world tour alt art <laughs> of this. Just throwing out there. Oh, that'd be good. Um Okay, so we got two configurations for this. We have the maneuver assist configuration, reduce this difficulty of your speed, three straight and bank maneuvers. Is this three banks or all banks? I think it's all, all banks, right? Banks. Right, okay. Uh, and then it comes with the a white calculate and a barrel a white barrel roll into a red calculate. So it basically um makes your barrel white so i think that's pretty decent and then we also have the target assist configuration before you engage if you have no green tokens and are not stressed gain one calculate token for each enemy ship at range two to three in your firing arc to a maximum of two with a calculate action and a rotate to a uh, white rotate into a white calculate action so that's decent itself um i'm a fan of both of these cards, I think. They both are really, really cool. Right. I don't know. I, I think the maneuvers this is going to need a day one FAQ because I, honestly, I re- reading it over and over again, I don't know if it means the threes or all banks. Yeah, I completely agree. I never read it in any way other than the three banks. Yeah. Like, that's the day one FAQ required. Huh. I think it's all yeah. banks. I mean, it only affects the one bank. Right. Because the yeah, one I mean, bank that's... is white, and the two bank is already blue. Right. But, it, yeah, I... Because I, I would be interested to see if there's anything else that says um, something similar, and if it says, like, three street and three banks. But that requires research that I'm not doing at the moment. Mm. No, yeah. I, I see. You know, maybe I think... Maybe it is just the three banks. That, yeah, I, yeah. Looking at it, I'd agree with you guys. It's just the three banks. Yeah, I think there's just going to need to be a clarification sure. because it, it reads both ways. Yep. If there has to be a clarification on what template to use for dropping the bomb, they're definitely <laughs> should. Uh, uh, don't get me started. Um, okay, so <laughs> this obviously is very good. I, I'd probably take this on Rampage easily. I'd probably take the uh, maneuver assist on him if that's you know what we're trying to do. Um, and then maybe on the other ones, I would take the target assist. 
just because like they're the lower initiatives and getting those green tokens um because you can like clearly spend the focus on um your defense role and you know always getting free calculates is always good right right guys yeah, I mean, yeah. Blue Tree Bank's yeah. really good, but always having mods also really good. Yeah. They, they're, they're both very well, um, like, balanced configs, I think, with each other. So here's the other thing that I think with the target assist is you're probably spending a decent amount of time um, rotating at certain points, but being able to rotate and go into a white calculate, I, I think... Uh, definitely helps with not having to do as many blues as you know you might be doing if you don't have this uh upgrade mm -hmm. so that definitely helps um I, I mean even the higher initiative i mean rampage might benefit from that this too maybe I don't know I, this i think requires definitely some testing i mean i enjoy both of them i like that it has you have options for the ship though that you can do it either way like it's yeah, almost I like, feels I like when like... the configs aren't just an auto include right and they actually make it feel very different right I, i'm a big fan of these cards um okay and then this is interesting so it is a ept that has the tie restriction and it says uh, it's ion limiter override after you fully execute a red maneuver, you may perform a barrel roll action even while stressed. If you do, roll an attack die on a hit, gain one strain token. On a crit, gain one ion token. So, this can go on any TIE fighter, any TIE subsequent. Like, this is what we were talking about a couple weeks ago, where, like, this is one of the cards that they're going to have, like, the titles for. Like, this is, like, their equivalent to, like, light side, dark side. So now anything that has tie on it is probably going to get like some little keyword and be able to take this upgrade. Um, where do you think this goes, though? Um, what I, what I, really I, needs I'm to have trouble thinking of a ship that wouldn't really like it? I mean, again, I really think it depends on points. I hate that that's my default answer to everything, but still is. I mean, let's yeah, say I mean, it's like two points. I was gonna say I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be like two or three points. That yeah. that just feels right to me for something that's working off red maneuvers. And on that, I mean I think it has value on so many types All right, of so ships. tell me yeah. tell me tell me give me an example, Brett. I I think first off on this ship that normally just has a red barrel action. Um it, it's pretty cool here that I can do a red maneuver, then get a you know, a white barrel roll essentially. And maybe I, I mean, I'll potentially take a strain or an ion token, but uh, I think that's a, a decent enough trade off there for that reposition ability after the red maneuver. It's going to, I mean, they have the talon rolls, so you can get into a really cool position with a talon roll and a barrel roll that same direction. Um, I, I, I think that that is a, a good option. The, the tie swarm potentially. Um, you know, if you throw these on higher initiative ones, they can, uh, you know, do their three or four Ks and, uh, the barrel rolls, even soon tier, if he ever has to do a sloop, that barrel roll could really help get, um, get his bullseye. Get his bullseye. I mean, I don't know if I would take an ion token risk with him, but, um, I mean, it's certainly, it, but it's nice to have that in your pocket and like mm -hmm. soon tier is not super dependent on EPTs anyways like yeah you usually throw predator on him just because it jives with his ability so sure right. but like he doesn't necessarily need predator either yeah but, i think getting that focus token off of scoring that bullseye would probably be greater yeah exactly um, so just having it for that. i mean the the 1k and the two sloops followed by a barrel roll you can get into some some really good positions is I, I I think there's a lot of places where I would want this card. I, my immediate thought was tie defenders, but those are white 4Ks. I guess maybe if you want to do the 2K, but you probably don't. Oh man, I gotta throw this on Captain Seaver. <laughs> He's a tie fighter, right? <laughs> I guess I'd have to wait for points to uh, or the, the PDRs to see if they would get it. 
be like, I'm gonna barrel onto this rock, and if you want to put me in bullseye, have fun. Or debris. Oh, man. Okay, cool. Um, Alright, anything else that we want to talk about? The HMP gunship. Or not the HMP gunship, the Thai Brute. I think yeah. the Thai Brute, they said, is supposed to come out on the 30th of October. So, I mean, we'll, we have a also the not the Republic, the Rebellion, not the Rebellion, the Resistance. It's the Resistance. The Resistance. Um, so we're supposed to get an article for that, I guess, uh, where it comes with the updated uh, pilots and all that other fun stuff that they spoil for us. Um, so that should be coming out in October. I'm a little bit happy that they're kind of like powering through these. Like these are obviously supposed to come out a lot earlier in the year, but because of the pandemic, uh, they're you know obviously delayed a lot of these things and it's decent that they're just being like okay we'll get them all out i'm a little worried that we're going to get a bunch of things and then we're going to have a drought for a bit so we'll see what happens um but we got a ton of x-wing content coming uh hopefully in the by the end of the year we have a clear picture of when we're going to be able to start seeing big tournaments come about again um on that note i we are working on doing our group championship um that we usually do every year and obviously we're gonna have to do it online so stay tuned for that information um to be coming out soon or i know we're gonna try to make it like a little bit of a local tournament um because store credit to some of our local stores will be involved with it um other than that do you guys have any shout outs anything else you want to talk about before we close out nope no 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 all right so patreon and the um update it for the prize rewards we are literally just waiting for the c3po and r2d2 cards are ordered the k2so and um cards are also ordered the we have the crew cards coming for them so as soon as they are in i'm having the envelopes pro uh, prepped and everything as soon as they are in i can just throw them in the envelopes and send them on your way i was going to send them out before but i figured people probably want the uh c3po and the r2 cards with that stuff so we'll make sure that they are they're going to be the prize support for um the participation support for the league um so again check us out on facebook check us out on patreon and have a good night and thank you for listening